Well, good morning and welcome to The Morning Show. Good morning, Andy. How are you today? I'm fine. How are you? I am doing really well. It's uh, a wonderful day. Played golf last night. It was beautiful. And um, I think we're finally at summer. Hey, how about those Tigers? Oh my gosh, a no-no last night, right? Right, no hitter. Unbelievable. And uh, it was, uh, you know, the, who was the pitcher, Adam? Spencer, Spencer Turnbull. Spencer Turnbull. You guys are my Tigers people here. Um, you know, he led the league in losses a few years ago. You know? But that's, uh, that's a, a great no-hitter. The fifth no-hitter in the MLB this year. Wow, there's been that and, many. And uh, the 5 through May 18th matched the 1917 season for the most in baseball uh, history by that date. Turnbull's first pitcher not named Verlander to throw a no-hitter for the Tigers since Jack Morris in 84. Wow. Verlander, of course, threw two with the Tigers. Um, but his last one, oh my gosh, it was in 2011. Ten years ago. Isn't that amazing? Hmm. So, yeah, cool. Good story for the Tigers. Yeah, that's great news. And they've only had eight no-hitters in their entire history. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, they'll, there should have been a perfect game, if everyone remembers. Two walks last night. There should have been a perfect game called, but the ump blew it. Who oh, was that's that? Right. You that remember that? Yeah, Andre Scalaraga, right? Or not Andre Scalaraga. Armando Galarraga. Yeah, so... What a beautiful day. Uh, right now, 62 degrees, 79 is the forecast high with a chance of showers and even a thunderstorm this afternoon, 30% chance. So uh, warm, actually hot weather coming up the rest of this week. Yeah, I don't want to hear any complaints though, right? We don't want to hear any anything. Oh, I forgot to tell you, Friday uh, was the official start of summer. I had a meeting at uh, Lean Rocket across the street uh -huh. and shirtless. We saw our first, first shirtless, shirtless man. First shirtless man, and so it was Friday, which was what the sixteenth, fifteenth, fourteenth, fourteenth. Friday the fourteenth. Fourteenth. That was yes. the first one. Yep. So the official start of summer in downtown Jackson. A uh, long time tradition here at JTV. The uh, sighting of the first shirtless man in downtown Jackson is the uh, unofficial start of summer. It is, and I let everyone <laughs> in the building know, uh, so everyone over at uh, Lean Rocket knows how we celebrate the official start of summer at JTV. Was it a uh, um, an occupant of the Lean Rock? No, 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 it was not. Was he wearing a mask? No, <laughs> no, no, he wasn't. And no, it was not Austin. Um, you know what I like to do? I like to go to markets, green markets. I like to uh -huh. go to, um, I like to buy fresh fruit and vegetables. This farmers markets. Farmers markets. That, I couldn't think of farmers markets. Uh, green markets open tomorrow, nine to two. And tonight... In Grass Lake, it is the Grass Lake Farmer's Market, week two. I have not been to that, but I have heard it's unbelievable. It, it, it is awesome. Yeah, so I would like to do that. Yeah, the Farmer's Market in Grass Lake starts at four, and then they have music in the park on the first and third Wednesdays of June and July, or uh, May and June, and then the first, third, and fourth Wednesdays in July, and then every Wednesday in August and September and that uh, runs from 6.30 to 8 at the uh, Pavilion in beautiful downtown Grass Lake. So hopefully the rain holds off. I hope so. And tonight the uh, Cascades Cycling Club is hosting the Ride of Silence, which starts at 7 o'clock. They're asking you to gather at 6.45 at Horace Blackman Park downtown, and you'll go on a ride of silence, no talking, which that's the, to me that's the best well, part. Well, it's perfect for you. Yeah, uh, because I can't hear, right. you know, uh, the wind and... 
everything. Yeah, but it's uh, to honor people who have uh, been injured or killed uh, while cycling, and also uh, a reminder to motorists, um, police even, that um, the bicyclists have the, the right to use the road, just yeah. like cars. I screwed up yesterday too, because I'm a stickler on crosswalks, as you mm -hmm. know. And the one on um, Horton, where, so if you take uh, the trailhead, to, or you go down to Weatherwax, take a, a left, back up Horton, and then you're gonna wanna cross. That crosswalk there um, on Horton is a tough one for people to mm -hmm. see and know the stop at, because it's like 45 miles an hour. Mm -hmm. um, I should have stopped at that last night and didn't. And uh, I'm gonna do a better job of that. But we need to watch it. There's just so many people out walking mm -hmm. and running, and um, there's just a lot of people out, so definitely be careful. Yeah, there are, um, of course, uh, several bicycle and crosswalk crossings on the Falling Waters Trail and the MLK Equality Trail and the Weatherwax Trail. And you know, uh, the um, crosswalk on uh, Southwest Avenue near uh, the middle school at Parkside, where the mm -hmm. uh, trail crosses. No one, no cars. I, I do. I do. I, no one ever I stops there. I do that. Stop That's for one of my favorite places to stop. I get honked at a lot by the people behind me. Um, I'm going to tell you something you're not going to believe. So, field trips. Are, are kids taking field trips? No, no field trips. Wow. My daughter's class took a field trip yesterday. Oh, where'd you go to the uh, Wholesome Bakery? No, no farms, no nothing. No? State capital. <laughs> the state capitol? I'm not kidding you. It's open for field trips? Sure is. You're kidding. They were down the Senate floor, I was told. Oh. So, yeah, so that's, uh, yeah, we didn't even have to pay. <laughs> um, but it was, it's cool because, you know, in fourth grade, you know, you're stutter, studying the history of the states. Um, Do we really want our kids seeing what goes on on the You know, it's weird, floor. when my daughter got home, she had no <laughs> questions. <laughs> well, it was empty. So, oh. um, but yeah, she, one of her classmates, father is a lieutenant with state police. So I think they got some special treatment inside the Capitol. But um, I was just, when she told me they were going on a field trip to the Capitol, I almost fell down. I was like, you have to be kidding me. But hey, oh. Capitol's open for kids. Let's go. Well, you know, some uh, signs of normalcy. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. In uh, Texas, uh, Governor Greg Abbott, he, uh, Yesterday said there will be no mask debate in Texas school districts for the upcoming school year because he issued an executive order that stops every government entity within the state, including school districts, from requiring or mandating masks. So you can't, if you're a school district in Texas, you can't make kids wear masks. Yeah. And Governor Newsom in uh, California tweeted, uh, we are implementing the new CDC mask guidelines on June 15th when we fully reopen our economy. Don't you think that if the CDC and the White House took the, t they knew, they knew that everyone was going to stop wearing masks the second they did this. So it tells me that they've done the research and they've planned and um, they knew this was going to happen. So we'll see. Today in New York State, most of the uh, restrictions end, and we've got um, all throughout the country uh, because, and I think it's because of mask, the mask, its guidance. But here's what the CDC said yesterday: uh, they updated their guidance for K through 12 schools, saying that reopened schools should require universal and correct use of masks. 
So conflicting. Yeah, well, yeah, it's just, what do you do? Well, it's been, as we know, since yeah. day one, a mismanagement of the pandemic on every level. Every. Yeah, every yeah, level. Every it level. is. It's not, there's yeah. not one uniform message. It's all over yeah. the place. It's, it's whatever. So, um, you, I lost, I forgot what I was, literally forgot what I was just going to say, but it was important. Well, here's something important. Tell me. Uh, as the summer travel season um, starts to pick up, airlines may be requiring people to get on the scale before they get on the plane. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. This is unbelievable. Would you, would you, because they're going to say, you know, you, they're going to say at the, at the, at the, after you go through security, they are going to ask people to provide their weight. They could, the, the FAA is issuing an advisory. They're trying to get new data on average passenger uh, weights and they have to make sure the plane isn't over, overweight. And so they are going to actually be allowed to ask a passenger at random, would you step out of the line and come over to the scale, please? Oh. Yeah, and the FAA says, we, you don't have to uh, display this, the, the reading. What are they gonna do? <laughs> this, right. apparently we did uh, weigh passengers before they got on planes back in the olden days, but I'd, I'd like to see um, some other things come back in addition to weighing passengers, like this. This is the way air travel I, should be. I remember the first yes. time I was on a plane, you obviously couldn't <laughs> smoke, but the ashtrays were still there. Well, I like the stewardess bringing, them, bringing gifts by. and Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. That's first cabin comfort. Mm -hmm. Very nice. Um, mm -hmm. it's a, it was Sebastian Maniscalco, one of our favorite comedians, does a bit about you know the luggage <laughs> and the weight on the plane. Like when you have to empty out your your bag you're checking because yeah. it's too heavy to put something in your carry-on, but it's still all going on the plane. They put it under. They take it so, out of the over and they put it under. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe we can get some, uh, you know, uh, Jim Wido would know the answers to all these questions. Maybe we can get him on. We will ask. Uh, vaccinations. Uh, more than 600,000 kids aged 12 to 15 have already been vaccinated. And uh, here in uh, Michigan, we've also um, seen uh, nearly 100,000 kids get uh, their vaccination, ages uh, 12 to 15. You know what I haven't heard? I haven't heard um, from any friends saying, oh, my child who got the vaccine had really bad side effects. I haven't heard that yet from any one of you. No. So that's good news. Good news. Yeah. Yeah. That is good news. So you want to get to some sports? Big night in sports. Big night in sports. Jeff Steers was out uh, like he is every night, taking care of us. Our extreme dodge scoreboard. Let's get things started with baseball. Ida took two from Columbia Central, 5-0-5-1. Lane Meyer struck out seventh in the first game. Cameron Adams had a pair of hits for Columbia Central in the second. Homer took two from Concord, 9-1 and 5-0. It was Penfield over the Mountie Boys of Northwest, eight to two and six to one. Harper Creek beat Western 10-1 in the first game, then Western got him back in the second, four to one. Caden Oliver knocked in two for the Panthers. Over on the softball diamond, Homer took care of Concord, 20 to two and nine to three. Haley Kowalski struck out three for Concord in the loss. It was Coldwater 21, Lumen Christie 0, and 15 to 0 in their games. Caroline Hilderly had two hits for the Titans. 
Northwest on the softball diamond. They got revenge on Penfield. They won 10 0 and 14 3. Caitlin Kennedy and Regan uh, Trajanovic and Madison Nitsky, they each had two hits for Northwest. Northwest 23 2, and they are legit. Western 11, Harper Creek 0. Western 10, Harper Creek 0. Western 29, and they are very good as well. Girls soccer, just one score to report. Pinckney took care of Jackson. 4 to nothing. And that's going to be the... Oh, we have some boys golf. Hanover Horton, they won their Invitational. Uh, Jackson High finished second. Jackson High has so many good golfers. Hanover Horton has so many good golfers. Mm -hmm. It's unbelievable. Where the golf cap Still required to wear masks in some places. Some, you know, some leagues have some different rules. Mm -hmm. um, we have a lot of uh, teams that compete up in the Lansing area, so you do have, you know, some stricter rules up there. But that is our Extreme Dodge scoreboard for Extreme Dodge. Extreme would like to thank the Jackson community for their support this past year. Now's a great time to buy or sell your vehicle. Just ask for Carl or Alex. And you know, if it's time to buy, you know, you think there aren't any great specials, but there are. There Zero are. percent for 72 months. The Jeep would be fun for summer. That would, that one is sweet. I haven't seen too many of them out there on the road, but I know those as soon as they come in, they're gone. You know um, that Jeep in front of the peace sign? Uh, yeah. That's Clay McAndrews' yeah. uh, peace sign. Clay's gonna be on the show this afternoon. Awesome, yeah. awesome. And he's, yeah, he's had quite the last few weeks, hasn't yeah. he? So, yeah, when you're thinking about buying or selling, please think about our friends at Extreme. And thanks to Extreme for helping us bring you the Jackson County Scoreboard, your best source for local high school sports, no doubt about it. I uh, misstated uh, a, a number a few moments ago as to the number of kids in the state of Michigan who have uh, age 12 to 15 who have been vaccinated. It's 37,336, not uh, 100,000. About 7.5% of the state's adolescent population. Guess, guess which county has the highest share of kids vaccinated? Um, it's close. It's to the east. Washington it's where your favorite school is. Uh, that's right, Washington. Washington 23% of its 12 to 15 year old kids have been vaccinated. Yeah, now remember a lot of these, a lot of those kids have not been in school all year in Washington County. Yeah, we'd provide you with the uh, updated um, vaccination rates for Jackson County, but they've not been updated um, from uh, the state yet. So there's a, some sort of glitch in a, uh, a state computer. That's a, that's a shocker. Yeah, that is a shock. Who's on the show today? Today, we have Denise Proventure, who is a physician assistant at the Center for Family Health Northwest Campus, and attorney Michael Riccadello. The morning show being brought to you by the Pick Center, and Denise joins us right after this. The Pick Center is an independent practice that has provided care to the Jackson area for over 25 years. Doctors O'Neill and CAC supervise antibiotic infusions, as well as those for many other conditions, such as inflammatory bowel, joint and lung disease, anemia, and multiple sclerosis. Our modern facility is open seven days a week, and the infusion staff will make you feel right at home. Let your doctor know you have a choice where you receive your next infusion. Remember, when you've picked us, you've picked the best. 
out! Out! Everybody out! Come on! Good job! Under two minutes. Keep your loved ones safe from home fires. Practice a two-minute drill until it's part of your routine and test your smoke alarms monthly. I'm Nate Vermeulen and welcome to Vermeulen Furniture. We are Jackson's premier home furnishing store. Living in dining room sets, home office decor, beautiful bedrooms, we have it all. Take advantage of our in-home design service and we provide free mattress delivery and setup. We have a wide variety of power recliners for those lazy days and be sure to check out our clearance center for the best deals in Jackson. Stop into Vermeulen's today and make your house a home. Asthma Allergy Centers can help you breathe freely. Since 1980, our board-certified specialists have provided testing and treatment for a wide variety of asthma and allergy-related conditions, including immunodeficiencies and skin problems. No referrals are necessary, and we accept any insurance or no insurance. You can even use our mobile app to check in and pay. Come see us at our Jackson office or one of our multiple offices in Southwest Michigan. Almost 17 years at the old plant. Never thought I'd see the day when we shut her down. But we're going coal free. I stayed on for two years to monitor the air quality. I'm still with the company and we're still keeping the air clean. This is what it's all about. Someone once told me that every community needs a strong hospital, a strong college, and a strong bank. County National Bank is that bank. CMB provides outstanding personal banking services and is the bank of choice for several nonprofit organizations that serve our communities. It's an honor to be part of the growth of the communities we serve in Jackson, Hillsdale, Lenaway, and Allen counties. And we're proud to help local businesses expand and succeed. CMB is banking that stays in the community. Welcome back to the morning show on JTV. And now it's our pleasure to introduce the PA from hell, Denise Provencher. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. Now I say that because you live in Hell, Michigan. Um, have lived there now 30 years. Wow. Um, growing up, grow, grew up going to Hell, Michigan as a kid from Detroit. My aunt and uncle had a cottage there and moved yeah. to Hell and haven't looked back. I didn't realize we were only 35 minutes from Hell, Michigan. I thought it was farther. 30, 35 miles. Okay. You, yep, 35 miles. Pinckney is our mailing okay. address. Did Hell freeze over this year? Uh, it certainly did, <laughs> as most years. <laughs> yes, lots of jokes, lots of jokes. <laughs> oh, and Denise is not in Hell. She's at the Center for Family Health, a physician's uh, assistant. And you're gonna um, have it, uh, I think, more convenient for uh, adolescents to get the vaccine. Yes, as a matter of fact, as we speak our, at our office at the Northwest Kidder Middle School, they are vaccinating 12 to 15 year olds. Um, we have a clinic going on this morning and uh, very excited about that. We've had a good response and then we uh, schedule them for their second one three weeks later, the Pfizer vaccine. 
Are you getting a lot of questions from parents, or what, what are you hearing as they bring the um, kids in? Actually, uh, we once they opened this clinic up, we got phone calls. Um, Monday morning, there were so many messages on our answering machine of people wanting to schedule. I think most of the people that are willing to get these vaccines don't really have questions. They've either been vaccinated themselves. Um, not too many questions from this group. Yeah. I mentioned I, hadn't heard, I haven't really heard of too many side effects in adolescence. Has that been uh, the case for you or are you hearing so a little bit? So far, I, um, when we have had the kids come back for their second vaccine, because we have done the 16 and 17 year olds, mm -hmm. And most of them had very few side effects. Uh, sore arm has been probably the most common thing. And very few other, I, the, the other kids never really seemed like they yeah. had much, which is good. Yeah, Kids are tougher thing. than adults. For the most part. It's a lot of, a lot of adult whining. Oh, I'm going to take the day off. Uh, yes. Yeah. And, and I think I, even myself, when we first got ours, we were in some of the first people getting it. And I yeah. think you are really kind of hypervigilant about, oh, could that be a side effect? Could this mm -hmm. be a side yeah. effect? And yet I had sore arm the first time and very sore arm the second time, and that was it. Yeah, and I'm, I'm one of the whining adults, too, because I, I thought, <laughs> yeah, I, should we take a day off? A lot of people, should I take a day off after the second dose? Kids aren't asking that. <laughs> no. Right, no. right, yeah. yes, yes, that, they, they don't. Right. Denise, yeah. how, uh, how is the center operating now? And then, you know, how was it operating kind of at the start of COVID? Are things a little bit back to normal for you? Um, we're still uh, at the school. We don't have people sitting in the waiting room anymore. Mm -hmm. We have them call as soon as they arrive uh, prior to even, or when they make their appointment, we're screening them for any COVID symptoms. And then when they arrive, we screen them again. And as soon as they walk in the door, we go ahead and take their temperature and put them right in a room. Each room is cleaned after every single visit. And so that's been different, um, but it's working well. It works mm -hmm. very well and we haven't had any problems with it. Do uh, parents have to be there with the kids is, or is there some sort of a permission slip system? We have a consent form that the parents sign um, if, and, and they are able to come without their parents. We, if the parent wants to come, we're more than happy to have them there, but oftentimes we see the kids without their parent, which is really a, a nice relationship to be able to get to know the kids and let them be more comfortable with going to uh, the medical office. And it, I really like that relationship. <laughs> How, how about the flu? Was the flu uh, pretty light this year at Northwest? We had none, none. Uh, zero. Uh, we had not seen any symptoms yeah. or um, any cases of that at all, which I think partially is due to we're finally doing the things that we should have been doing, mm -hmm. hand washing. Uh, well, the masks I, I obviously are uh, to some degree an overkill but the, just the hand washing itself and us cleansing things, mm -hmm. I think really makes a big difference. And if we keep that up in the future, I think we're gonna see a lot less even colds and things yeah. like that too. It's a, to me, it's amazing because kids, you know, we've been seeing the, the you know, semi um, mask use among kids. It's, you know, they're hanging off the chin and stuff like that. Oh yeah, and, we see that a lot. <laughs> but we're still zero cases. That's, uh, that's just amazing. Right, right. Yeah. 
No. Yeah, you wonder with kids wearing the masks because they're touching their face all the time. Well, I mean, I guess they're touching their face no matter what. Right, right. right. And and even as an adult, we we don't even yeah. realize how often you touch your face yeah. or and that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, talk a little bit about some of the other services uh, that are provided um, right there at Northwest. So our office, we see all ages, uh, anywhere from zero to on up, um, and I it's very nice so we're a full service doctor's office that's just located at a school i'm able to order laboratory studies um, we actually draw any labs that we're able to there's very few we can't draw like our patients come in for their fasting physicals and we draw all of their laboratory studies i order them and allegiance picks up twice a day from us and then we get the results through allegiance I'm also order, able to order x-rays and anything that you would get at, your, at, at the downtown center for family health or any doctor's office, that's, that's what we provide. And it's a very unique for me to be a PA um, by myself, but supervised by the doctors downtown. I always have them available to consult with if I have any problems. And a misconception, uh, the Kidder uh, Center for Family Health is not just for Northwest families. Right, we see anybody. Uh, you, yes, you do not have to be from Northwest to be seen there. And again, all ages, I have a lot of families. I see the grandparents, the aunts, the uncles, the kids, mm -hmm. and sometimes you don't even know that they're related because of the names and things, but it's, it's an interesting to, dynamic to get to know all the families. Yeah. What are the kids saying uh, that are getting vaccinated? What, what are the actual 12 to 15 year olds telling you? Well, I, today I, I'm not there with the 12 to 15 year olds, but I can tell you the 16 to 17 year olds all seemed very excited. Um, I can think of one young man who um, has an ethnic background and he's, he was very nervous when he came. I, I gave him his second vaccine mm -hmm. and he said, you know, I'm really nervous about getting shots, but I'm very excited about it too. He said, no one in my family has gotten this vaccine and they're all naysayers, but mm -hmm. I want to show them that I'm going to be fine. Yeah. <laughs> and he went ahead with it and I was just so proud of him. I was like, good for you to, to be able to do that. And I'm hopeful yeah. he'll be able to sway his family. So that, that was really yeah. a neat, I thought that was just a cool yeah. experience. Very cool. Parents have to just love being able to get healthcare right. Um, you know, while, you're, while your child's at school on some days. It's gotta be just great peace of mind for it, the parents. It really is. Um, and I know, like during one of our uh, vaccine clinics, one of the parents was saying, this has just been so convenient to be able to do this right here at the school yeah. and get it, get it done, so. I can't imagine there's other communities uh, like Jackson County where we have four school-based health centers. Right. Uh, that's, that's amazing. It's, it's and great. unfortunately, the other three at the moment are closed mm -hmm. because of the pandemic and because of uh, the in and out of school that they were doing, they are very hopeful to open at the beginning of August again. Yeah. So we're hopeful that's all gonna go on. <laughs> yeah. uh, for um, the kids, uh, 12 to 15 or anyone, uh, is there uh, any appointment or can people just walk in? Currently at our downtown center for family health, you can walk in and get the uh, vaccine, mm -hmm. any of the vaccines, yeah. and all three are available, uh, the Pfizer, Moderna, and the Johnson & Johnson. 
at our office, we are now going to start scheduling on Friday. The reason for that is um, the, uh, I think it's Moderna has 10 doses in a vial. Once you puncture that vial, it has to be used within, I believe it's 12 hours. So if you don't use those 10 doses, then they are wasted. Mm -hmm. uh, Pfizer is similar. It has six doses and has to be used within six hours of puncturing the vial. So we are trying to schedule so that we're not wasting. Right. And uh, overall, we have done very well with the not wasting. I know with some of our clinics, when we had extra, we called. Mm -hmm. um, we had one of our, my medical assistants was able to call her husband's co-worker and he came in and got his vaccine mm -hmm. and now he's fully vaccinated. Yeah. I mean you can't predict how many people are going to show up. Right. Very difficult. Right. Very difficult. So you've only got that certain window to use those yeah. or they have to be wasted. Especially when you're giving people a choice between the three vaccines. Right, right. So downtown, again, they're able to do more of a walk-in mm -hmm. kind of basis which is very convenient for people. And we're just now starting to be offer them at, at the Northwest School. And yesterday, Pfizer said uh, their vaccine doesn't have to be uh, frozen uh, in special refrigerators anymore. Oh, it that's can, good. <laughs> it can now just be in a regular refrigerator. Oh, well, that's good. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's good. I didn't hear that one yet. Yeah. So that's good for us to know. Yeah. yeah. That's great news. That's great. Yeah, yes. for extras. It is. Sell it those is. expensive refrigerators you bought for this. Right, right. I'm. Uh, curious as to what uh, a big weekend in hell Michigan uh, consists of. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of motorcycles. Okay. Um, the, it, it, because we're an hour from Detroit and other regions, and hell Michigan, if you've ever been there, it's beautiful. It's all rolling hills, there's many lakes around. Uh, and of course the novelty of going to hell. Um, you've got the hellhole bar and yeah. uh, they actually have very good food. The, the man that runs that is a former, or he is a chef. I shouldn't say former, he's yeah. a chef. Then you have the novelty <laughs> store, the Screams ice cream where they've yeah. got ice cream and novelties. You can uh, do putt-putt golf. There's also a dam in hell, <laughs> uh, which is behind the, that's um, now called the Hell Saloon. It used to be the dam site in and now called the Hell Saloon. Nice. And the, uh, that's where most of the motorcycle guys, they drive out there and that's their destination. Nice. So. Nice. Well, I think now that we know it's only 35 miles away, we're going to take a, a class I, trip. I think you JTV. should. <laughs> I think you should. Denise, thanks for joining us this morning. Appreciate it. Thank you. Good thanks, to see you. Thanks for having me on. Denise Provencher from the Center for Family Health at Northwest. We'll be right back with Michael Riccadello, Esquire, after this. Are you thinking about retiring? The decisions you make during that time are crucial. I am Brian Smith with Summit Wealth Advisors, and with over 20 years of experience, I can help you through each step and make this difficult transition easier to understand. When you need metal, and you need it now, Alro Metals Outlet is here for you. When your back is against the wall, our vast inventory of aluminum, steel, plastics, and more will help you get the job done. Whether you're a professional or do-it-yourselfer, our retail stores are your one-stop shop for metals. You select it, we cut to length, and shear to size right here 
right now. Because when you need metal, Alro Metals Outlet has your back. big difference. Apply to be a big brother or big sister today. For more information, call 784-7181 or visit bbbsjackson.org. Collins Brothers Floor Covering, because new carpet is like, ah, very nice. But commercials suck. Don't change the channel, change your carpet. Collins Brothers Downtown, excellent. Established in 1940. That's before the war, sucker! It is warm and welcoming. Serving all faiths, St. John Catholic Cemetery honors those who have been laid to rest with community events throughout the year. We are here to guide you in celebrating life, even in death. For more information, go to jacksoncemetery.org. At Blair's Car Care, honesty and customer satisfaction have always been the most important thing for us. We have been serving loyal customers in Jackson County for almost 100 years. We do auto repair of all sorts, including tires, alignment, brakes, oil changes, and much more. For more information, please call 517-782-8116 or come stop by at 2424 Wildwood Avenue and experience for yourself what makes Blair's so special. Jackson Public Schools, better than ever. District-wide building additions and improvements, 21st century learning furniture, added safety and security measures, and technology advancements for every classroom. All part of Jackson Public Schools' continued commitment to our students and our community. We are dedicated to providing our students the tools and environment to succeed. There is no better place for our students to learn than and in person at Jackson Public Schools. Jackson Public Schools, bringing our community together to build a culture of academic excellence and workforce readiness. Go Vikings! Smart here at Frosty Boy. Are you hungry for a deal? Cody Dogs, just $3.99 over here. Doesn't make you full enough? Have an ice cream over here for $5.99. Want something more sporty? Get a flurry over here for $8.99. Better hurry up, those prices are flying off the lot. Smart, you can't sell ice cream for those prices. It's too much. You can't do it. It's too much. Emanati's Frosty Boy. We want to sell lots of dough. Welcome. <laughs> Next on our show. Next on our show. We welcome. We welcome Michael Ruccadello from the law firm of Dematius and Ruccadello. How Is you doing? Right? Yeah, somehow I got my name on the billboard. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> Now, you're not one of those guys who has billboards all across 94 with an 800 number, are you? Not yet. No. No, <laughs> no not yet. You're from, uh, from Jackson, longtime uh, family friend of ours. We've uh, known you since you were uh, just a wee little boy and uh, all grown up to an attorney now. But um, you're from Jackson. Talk a little bit about uh, how you got to uh, where you are today, Mike. I grew up in Jackson, went to Lumen. Saved Andy's life, falling through the ice one time out at Kimmel Road. Um, but went to Western, then moved over to the Detroit area for law school and just never left, really. And uh, now, now I have my are. own practice. Here I am. How is um, the, uh, the courts are all backed up, right? I mean, county courthouses are closed. I remember talking to you. I think you guys up in uh, Wayne County maybe was, was closed longer. How backed up are the courts? Well, I, my practice is in Macomb County, but I do Tri-County area 
and Jackson, mm -hmm. Oakland, Macomb, Shelby, um, Wayne County. Yeah. They're backed up. I talked to Shelby Township there. They haven't done a jury trial since March of 2020. So um, don't really know where we're going to go from here, but I can see a lot of issues. Have people uh, been um, just sitting in jail that are waiting for trials? No, there's been a lot of emergency bond motions to get them out. So they get out and then they sit out for sure. X amount of time. And, you know, one client in particular has picked up four new charges since <laughs> that's happened. So yeah. that's been pretty hectic for us. Yeah. But, you know, they at the beginning, they were trying to get as many people out as possible. They right. didn't want people sitting in on, you know, low level misdemeanors that right. couldn't afford, you know, hundred dollar bonds and wanted them out and I understand that yeah what, what is the practice uh, specialty of uh, Demetrius and Riccadello we do a lot of criminal defense I, I kind of got my niche in criminal defense you know I was in court 300 times a year at the old firm I worked at and then decided to go out on my own and that's kind of where I've been I do some real estate Anthony my partner who I went to law school with he does criminal defense, but he also does a good amount of civil work too. How did you uh, decide to go into law? I have no idea. I went to Western, I got an accounting degree because my grandpa Jim had an accounting degree and uh, decided I did not like that at all. And my uncle was a prosecutor, so I thought I wanted to be a prosecutor and kind of spun into criminal defense that way. Worked at, worked at a prosecutor's office down in yeah. Texas, didn't like it per se, and yeah. I did like defense work though. Now, I have actually sat in on one of your uh, trials uh, because you can watch some of these on Zoom. So he sent me a link, as actually I watched one in Jackson. Um, how, how awkward is it defending someone on Zoom in front of, a judge that you've never met, a prosecutor that you've only talked to on the phone, you can't have that face-to-face -face conversation with them? Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, a lot of my work prior was face-to-face -face and forging relationships. Now you do it over a screen. The issues that I'm running into is when you do have to hold a trial, which we haven't been doing a lot of, but preliminary exams or cross-examining someone, you have to do it over you know, a Zoom, over an iPad or a computer that makes it tough. I mean, when you're cross-examining someone, you want to see their body, body language, mm -hmm. you know, everything in the room. Also, identification issues. You know, normally you're sitting in a courtroom, could you, could you describe the defendant? And you point to them. Yeah. But now it's, oh, it's that person sitting in the box with their name that's on <laughs> yeah. the case caption. It's a little, <laughs> yeah. little interesting, but, that's, that's you crazy. know, I, everyone's had to adapt to Every, this new way of life, basically. Everyone has a, a Zoom story or two where, you know, there's someone smoking a cigarette or changing a diaper. Anything like that ever happened during the actual case? Uh, a couple weeks ago, I saw someone, thank God it was not my case. <laughs> they were sitting in their bed and they lit up a cigarette while they were in front of the judge. Yeah. And I'm <laughs> thankful that it was not my case. <laughs> thankful that it was not my case. Oh my but God. you see, I mean... It, you, you see some pretty crazy names pop up. Yes. Um, I'm sure you've seen. Yes, we can't say that on TV. We cannot say that on TV, but I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And I, I feel bad for the judges because yeah. it takes a lot of their power 
away. If someone's doing something in their courtroom, they can act on it right then. But right. if they're over a, yeah. a closed circuit, there's not <laughs> much you can do when you don't like something. This all sounds fun to watch. So we'd like you to send us links to every Zoom uh, case that you try. I'm going to be in one on one thirty this afternoon. So. Perfect. Uh -huh. are, um, are people being shortchanged because of the, the changes in how these cases are being heard? That's a tough question. I didn't think I was coming on something so provocative. Yeah, Tucker Carlson, <laughs> let's go. Um, no. I think they could potentially be going into the future if we, you know, prolong trials. You start running into speedy trial issues. Yeah. I haven't seen any of those yet. But we're also in a we're also in uncharted waters, but you're also seeing yeah. prosecutors become I don't know if more reasonable is the term, but yeah. they're the prosecutors are trying to wrap up cases. I mean, I have a friend over at the Jackson County Prosecutor's Office. Um, he said, you know, his boss doesn't want them getting burned out, and I agree with that. And you give them a little more right. leeway on what to do. Obviously, you have your more serious stuff right. that you're, you can't just. How about some of these folks, sit, like you said, sitting, waiting on a trial? Um, maybe they just made one little mistake, you know, and in between that time, you know, they're busy raising their family, continuing to work, and then mm -hmm. all of a sudden, maybe three years later, you're going to hit with a three to six month jail sentence. That seems like a little bit of a system problem. Yeah, it does. And I try to prevent that. Yeah. I try to get out in front of that to see where we can go before yeah. we get to the, you know, you start living your life and then you got to <laughs> come back and, oh, here you go. Yeah. You know, that's, that's. It's tough. Yeah, you, it you tough. work with prosecutors. You guys have those conversations. It's the first time you speak with a prosecutor is, is usually not looking across the screen on the Zoom, is it? No, I, when I retain a case, I, you know, whether they call me back or not is another story, but I always <laughs> leave a message, send an email. Let's, let's get this ball rolling, see where we're at. Michael Riccadello is with us from the law firm of Demetrius and Riccadello. More with Michael after these words. I'm Logan Everett with Sprout Realty Professionals, and I'm Jackson Area Association of Realtors 2020 Rookie of the Year. The biggest reward I get out of being a realtor is the great relationship I've established with each and every one of my clients along the process of buying or selling their home. For me, it really comes down to doing more than what's expected, going above and beyond. Successful outcomes begin with knowing my clients' wants and needs as I take pride in being your local real estate expert. Whether you're buying or selling a home, you'll find that I'm always available for my clients in this demanding real estate market. Find me at logansellsrealestate.com. in the know and find out what is happening in the Jackson area by picking up your copy of Jax. 
The Jackson Area Collaborative Knowledge Source is your local family resource guide full of articles from Jackson Area businesses and organizations. From local events to great family resources, Jax keeps your family up to date. To learn more about Jax and to find out where you can pick up your copy, check out jaxfamilyguide.com. Make your dreams possible with a personal loan from American One Credit Union. Through May 31st, 2021, open a personal loan and be entered to win a $500 gift card of your choice with a new winner each month. Personal loans can be used for weddings, home improvement projects, vacations, and more. Visit AmericanOneCU.org for more information and to apply today. Federally insured by the NCUA. At Arbor Manor Rehabilitation and Nursing Center, our staff is committed to helping patients maximize the rehabilitation potential. We believe healthcare goals are best met by putting patients first, and patients are not just their healthcare challenges, they are people first. That is why the needs and preferences of each individual lead the way in how we provide care. I was hesitant. I did not want to come, but then I started realizing that it was my time to relax and take care of things. My experience here with Arbor Manor was wonderful. Uh, they was very encouraging. People here that I've met, and it's probably the whole building pretty much because I walked around a lot, are amazing, are simply amazing. I don't think I would have recovered as fast without Arbor Manor. They treated me like a princess. I'm Chef Jake. Add some fresh food to your day with Chef and Food Factory. We don't rehash tired old recipes, we create our own. Our award-winning chef makes delicious creations from scratch, like our meal zone. It's great food at a reasonable price with new specials every week. Stop in for takeout or we can cater your next event. No events too big, no events too small, we cook them all. Grab your next meal at Chef and Food Factory, located inside Hometown Convenience. 1033 Cooper Street. Welcome back to the morning show on JTV. We are with attorney Michael Riccadello from the firm DiMatteis and Riccadello. Michael, I wanted to ask you about this uh, clean slate legislation. We could all use a clean slate. Yeah, it's actually been a really good thing. I mean, we're getting a lot of calls on it because the clean slate legislation made it possible for a lot of people who were ineligible to expunge their mm -hmm. record to be able to. And I think it's a good thing going forward. What um, specifically uh, can people get wiped away from their history? You can't get anything wiped away that has the maximum of a life sentence. <laughs> we'll start with that. <laughs> but prior, the old, the old expungement law said that you could expunge one felony if you only had two misdemeanors on your record, or you could expunge two fel or two misdemeanors, excuse me. Now it's up to three felonies, and there's no minimum amount of misdemeanors, which opens the door for quite a few people. If they had the felony that's eligible, mm -hmm. but weren't eligible because they had three driving on suspended licenses, small, you know, misdemeanors that made them ineligible. So that is a good thing. It, I think that you know people deserve a second chance. Yeah, I hope the fellas up there are listening. I, why, do, why do people always get pulled over on a suspended license? Because a police officer can run the plate and see that you have a suspended <laughs> oh, license. Oh, okay. Yeah, I always wondered that. 
the um, expungement process, so if someone has something maybe 15 years ago that happened, since they've turned their life around, do they then raise a lot of uh, interest in themselves by uh, seeking expungement? Does <laughs> their appearance at the courthouse, or does, is there anything that's... Uh, no, I think a lot of judges are apt and willing and wanting to help these people out. And you know, 15 years has gone by, a lot can happen in 15 years. Right. You can change your life for the better. And I've seen it time and time again, where people weren't eligible before, now are and no I, th I think that it was a bipartisan you know Republican or Democrat you can get behind you know helping another person out and yeah. I think that's what we're seeing. Now uh, this was supposed to be a uh, big weekend for you uh, May 22nd 2021. 28. Yeah. Oh 28th. Okay. Next weekend. Well I didn't have to remember that because he had to push the wedding but you and your uh, beautiful fiance were going to get married what Talk a little bit about the stress of uh, pushing the wedding back an entire year. Boy, I sure outkicked my coverage, huh? I mean, I think that's what most people are thinking. Yeah, yeah it's, it, was, it was stressful. It was stressful, but I think we made the right decision. We were supposed to get married on the 28th. Mm -hmm. I want people to be comfortable and have a good time at our wedding. And Nice. And that, uh, yeah. that's a beautiful photo of you as well. So how did you convince her to marry someone like you. <laughs> She's wonderful though. I know you'd like to tell, tell us a little bit about Sam. She's the love of my life. There you go. Keep going. Um, I could not live my life without her and I can't believe she, she said yes. <laughs> I can't believe she said yes. Oh. Must have been the ring. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah, had definitely. to have been. But I, I tell the story we had, uh, we had people our family over for Christmas. I did it on Christmas 2019. And uh, I said, you know, she puts on a shirt that has a pug on it that looks like Chip. And uh, I said, don't you want to wear something a little nicer today? I'm cooking for everybody. And she wears a Christmas pug shirt and that's what she got proposed to. And so she said yes. And we set the date. It was actually her mom and dad's anniversary. We're supposed to get married at the same place they did. And you know, had to, had to move it. And it'll, it'll be fun next year, for sure. Yeah, everyone's just got to wait a year, and we'll have a, a great time at that. Yeah. It'll give us all time to fit into those tuxes we haven't yet put <laughs> oh, on. Lord so. knows. Mike, thanks for joining us. Thanks we, for having me. Yeah, we It's always good to see you guys. Good to see you. Michael Riccadello from DiMatteis and Riccadello, attorney at law firm. <laughs> we'll be right back after this quick break. What letting my light shine means to me is how God allows your passions to connect with what he does and what he's asking you to do. And so for me, my passion is dance and my passion is kids. And it's easy to let my light shine in those things because that's what I'm passionate about. And God has provided these opportunities for me to use what I love to do for his glory. The PIC Center is an independent practice that has provided care to the Jackson area for over 25 years. Doctors O'Neill and Cack supervise antibiotic infusions, as well as those for many other conditions, such as inflammatory bowel, joint and lung disease, anemia, and multiple sclerosis. 
Our modern facility is open seven days a week and the infusion staff will make you feel right at home. Let your doctor know you have a choice where you receive your next infusion. Remember, when you've picked us, you've picked the best. Your new ride is waiting for you at Avenue Auto. We've been giving Jackson great deals on pre-owned vehicles for 27 years. With 80 or more vehicles on the lot, each with a free warranty, we're your family-owned and operated choice in Jackson. Hidden Lake Gardens is to me peace and tranquility, historical, nature at its best, a life-changing uh, experience, consistent nurturing fellowship, educational, an opportunity to learn, the nature's paradise. Lester Brothers has been performing driveway installations for over 30 years. Crushed asphalt is one of our most popular driveway gravels and an overall Lester Brothers favorite. When spread properly, it can last for many years. It's 100% recycled, environmentally friendly, quarter of the cost of hot asphalt, dust free and ready for immediate use after construction. Contact Lester Brothers today for a free timely estimate for your future crushed asphalt driveway or parking lot. The future is bright with the Jackson Area Career Center and you. With more than 20 hands-on learning programs, high school juniors and seniors can attain a high-wage job upon graduation, industry certifications, or earn college credits before stepping foot on campus. Start your career pathway now in fields like agri-science, automotive technology, construction trades, healthcare, law enforcement, manufacturing, and many more. Check us out online and talk to your high school counselor about enrolling today. The Jackson Area Career Center. Careers happen here. Welcome back to the morning show on JTV. One of the first sit-down restaurants that my family ever took me to is hiring Applebee's. Really? Yeah. We've never taken you to Applebee's. No, it was never that lucky. So now Applebee's, <laughs> they're just trying to find employees. And if you interview, they're saying you get a free app. First response, <laughs> I'll never forget the time I was in Applebee's and saw a large woman climb on top of a table and scream at the top of her lungs about how her service was terrible. And as she tried to get down the table flipped, love your mozzarella sticks. <laughs> I was at that Applebee's when that happened. Oh my gosh. I don't think we ever went to Applebee's as a family. Um, my daughter went to a birthday party and they, uh, Friday and the four of them, the girls, they went to Applebee's and they had the best time of their life. Embarrassing when I went to pick her up, I said, what did all the kids eat? And uh, three of them had uh, chicken fingers, and my daughter ordered the shrimp dinner. <laughs> Which, as a parent, is embarrassing as hell. So, sorry, Davidovich family. <laughs> so, yeah. Did that ever happen to you? No, because you told me. You order the cheapest thing on the menu when I you're with those. I never said that. When you're with that furnace family. <laughs> so, no, but it's, it's fine, so. The uh, Detroit fireworks are going to be on TV only this year. The annual fireworks show is going to stay in the suburbs for the second consecutive year. Uh, typically, it's over the Detroit River, the big uh, Macy's. Uh, not this year. Um, it's going to be broadcast from Lake St. Clair Metro Park in Harrison Township. Lake St. Clair Metro Park will be closed for that event. <laughs> 
Hmm. So TV only. I wonder if Grand Rapids has announced if they're doing their huge fireworks that they do for the holidays. You know, it's so different everywhere. Like yesterday, Lollapalooza in Chicago, they announced they're going to have full-scale Lollapalooza. Yeah. How about uh, Radio City Music Hall? Um, Governor Cuomo says, mm -hmm. we're going to have this filled up 100% capacity for vaccinated people. How, how are you going to do that, sir? I don't know. We'll see. Uh, New York City is also looking at, you know, the fall. Uh, the New York City Marathon will be held in person this year, but instead of the uh, normal crowd of uh, nearly 50,000 people, they're going to just uh, limit it to about 30,000 runners. Walmart uh, has announced um, teeth whitening products have gone up now that the masks are going down. Oh. So it turns out that some people had stopped their Crest White Strip regimen due to the masks. So those products are now up. I can see that. Yeah, for sure. We saw uh, candy and gum sales plummet. Right. Because they're at the checkout counter. That's right. They're at the supermarket. That's right. Um, guess where I'm going tonight? Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, kids baseball? I'm going to go to my goddaughter's softball game in White Lake. Really? Yeah. That's right. Because that's the type of person I am. <laughs> um, no, I told my cousin Brian, I said, Wednesdays is the open day, so let me know. And they're normally two and a half, three hours away where they play. Wow. And um, so we're going we're gonna to go watch that um, tonight. So... Good luck. I hope it doesn't rain. I hope so too. But uh, we'll be in. Hope you get dinner out of it. Yeah, I hope so too. Uh, coming up tomorrow, we'll have Dr. Donna O'Neill. We'll also have Janelle Merritt with us on the Chamber Connection. Janelle will join Pat O'Dowd and myself. Janelle's the VP of Community Partnerships at American One. Mm -hmm. And coming up on Bart's show today, we have Mike McGonigal and Tom Johns from Napoleon Schools. Clay McAndrews, Bright Walls. Mural art artist, Bethany Stutzman, Michelle Cochran, Jenna Shimalewski will have Right Size Your Life, and Mark Snyder and Steve Shotwell with info on the community garden sale. Nice. <clears throat> What's next for uh, the Tigers after that uh, no-hitter? You're asking the wrong guy, but you know what I'm into? I am into the little NBA playoff games that they've been running, so tonight is... Uh, um, the Western Conference. Like so the, they have to play hard. You have to play hard. It's fun to watch. Mm -hmm. So it's good And the stuff. Lions, new, new coach for the Lions, Dan Campbell, he's asked uh, Sheila Clay Ford if he can have a pet lion as a mascot. Uh, I get a live lion. I agree. I think it's games. a great idea. <laughs> and I think Wayne Fontes should hold the leash for the lion. Uh, who's on? Have I already indicated. Oh, you already said. <laughs> I've already indicated who's on the afternoon program. Oh, man. Well, thanks for uh, being with us today. Thanks to our great crew, uh, Andy. Thank you. Thanks, guests. Thanks to our wonderful sponsors. Please support all our great sponsors helping to bring community programming to you here on JTV. See you this afternoon.
it's just a, kind of a new new experience for them. We are probably one of the smallest communities to thrive.